Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. On February 25th, 2023, the New York Times posted this story. Quote, alone and exploited, migrant children work brutal jobs across the U.S. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is Political Woman. Please subscribe. The Times investigation documents that the United States has lost 85,000 immigrant children and teens over the last two years. We don't know where they are. Some of them are working in factories or jobs in every state, abused and exploited by companies who thumb their noses at child labor law. This according to the New York Times. And I am now going to read some of the story. Quote, In town after town, children scrub dishes late at night. They run milking machines in Vermont, deliver meals in New York City. They harvest coffee and build lava rock walls around vacation homes in Hawaii. Girls as young as 13 wash hotel sheets in Virginia. These workers are part of a new economy of exploitation. Migrant children who have been coming into the United States without their parents in record numbers are ending up in some of the most punishing jobs in the country, a New York Times investigation found. Still quoting, this shadow workforce extends across industries in every state flouting child labor laws that have been in place for nearly a century. 12-year-old roofers in Florida and Tennessee, underage slaughterhouse workers in Delaware, Mississippi, and North Carolina, children sawing planks of wood on overnight shifts in South Dakota. While the Department of Health and Human Services checks on all minors, by calling them a month after they began living with their sponsors in the United States. Data obtained by the Times shows that over the last two years, the agency could not reach more than 85,000 children. Overall, the agency lost immediate contact with a third of migrant children. End quote. Where is the outrage? What are we? What have we become? When this story first broke, there was some anger. There were, were stories done on it. Other people picked it up. But now, we just forget. There's a little cycle of news and then we move on. More than ever right now in this country, and this is me talking, we need comprehensive immigration reform legislation. We've got to stop these civil rights violations that are happening right here in the United States. If I may calmly say, this is important for business as well. Manufacturers, farmers, ranchers, big business, they need, we need a comprehensive guest worker program. We need to stop exploiting children. So that's one horror story. 
about immigrant kids. Here's another. Former President Trump, who was recently found responsible for sexual assault by a six-man, three-woman jury, said immigrants, and he said it all along, are ruining our country. Here's what he said the other night at the fake town hall put on by not a cable news network, CNN. Just take the kids away from immigrant parents. That'll keep them from coming here. You know, this is the same man who, before his career as a politician, allegedly wouldn't rent to black people back in the 1970s. His company was sued twice by the Justice Department for discrimination. Donald Trump kicked off his 2016 presidential bid by talking dirt about Mexican immigrants. They are not our friend, believe me, he said. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And he said, and some, I assume, are good people. OMG. At that time, it was like, okay, let's just pray that this man doesn't become our president. <laughs> and I'll just say, his ancestors were immigrants at one time. During his administration, Trump oversaw the separation of nearly 3,000 migrant children. Another 1,000 children were separated from their parents during a pilot program in 2017. In Biden's second week as president, he created a task force to reunite the families, calling the separations, quote, a stain on the reputation of the United States. So Trump wants to continue ripping kids out of the arms of parents. Trump, the man Republicans want to be president again, separating children from parents. Happy Mother's Day. I started writing this podcast before Mother's Day. Mother's Day for me was a rare, perfect day. It was perfect. I was showered with gifts, food, chocolate-covered strawberries, enjoyed a great meal with family, got to spend less stressful time, no stress time with my daughter, my grandkids. And I think, who even thinks about separating children from their parents? Well, I have the answer. Dictators and despots. Here's a list of dictators who separated children from their parents on massive, massive levels. Joseph Stalin's police did it in Russia. Pol Pot's Khmer Rouge did it in Cambodia in the 1970s and 1980s. Every family that lived in the cities were forced to work in the fields in the country. And those families were ripped apart. Children separated from their families, brothers and sisters separated. Spain's dictator, Francesco Franco, encouraged Catholic hospitals to steal babies from leftist families. The infants were then given to right-wing families. Saddam Hussein, the Iraqi dictator, expelled tens of thousands of Iraqis of Iranian 
heritage, many times keeping the children. And of course, Hitler, the killer of children, also separated children with blonde hair and blue eyes from families. And then those children were given to German families to be raised as Aryans. And add to that list, Donald Trump. This is nothing new in America. Trump didn't invent this here or in the world, but he's happy to bring it back. There are no statistics on how many slave families were separated in this country in the 1980s. At that time, women were forced to get pregnant, to bear children, so those children could be sold for money. That's what it was. The slave trade was all about wealth and money. And Native American children, if selling slaves was about money, what was this about? Tens of thousands of Native American children were removed from their parents, from their communities, and forced to attend boarding schools where they were forced to change their names. They were forced not to speak their native language. They were starved and whipped and made to do manual labor. This occurred between 1819 and 1969. This is from an investigation by the U.S. Department of the Interior. The department also identified marked or unmarked burial sites at approximately 53 schools across the federal Indian boarding school system, and they expect to find more. We're not the only country to do this. It happened in Canada as well. The genocide of Native people. Based on initial analysis, approximately 19 federal Indian boarding schools accounted for more than 500 American Indian, Alaska Native, and Native Hawaiian child deaths. And that count is expected to increase to thousands or tens of thousands, according to the report. Killing children in America. Yeah, what happens when a country rips children out of the loving arms of parents? Abuse, neglect, death. Who are we? What have we become? And why don't we care? I shudder when I think about it, when I look at the faces of my grandchildren, my daughter, and all the children I know and love. I look at Trump. I look at the Republican alternative, Ron DeSantis, the book-banning Florida despot who shipped immigrants across the country as a political stunt. And I look at Joe Biden. Biden, not perfect by any means, not perfect on immigration by any means, but Joe Biden is our best hope. Our best hope. Immigration policy in the United States, a mess. We need comprehensive immigration legislation. And that 
is why I'm voting for Joe Biden. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. Please vote. It's all about the issues, my friends. It's all about the issues. Please subscribe, please share. I love you, be safe.